So, like I said, a lot of think, you know, a lot of interesting matchups. We do have some. Now we always hold our breaths. Unanimous pick segment. Now we have we have we have a couple here on the screen that we're going to go through here. First is Minnesota at Buffalo. That's a unanimous pick because Buffalo is terrible. And Minnesota is going to, you know, they're going to be really tough to beat at home this year. Obviously, they're going to have a lot that, you know, we, we know that they both, you know, they, they're coming off that tough tie last week and their controversial tie in Green Bay. We have Chicago over Arizona. You know, Chicago, like I said, they're, you know, they've been playing very well the, fir- the first two weeks. Obviously, they should have beaten Green Bay, and they let that miracle, that miracle of, of Aaron Rodgers. And then we have the Giants over the Texans. You know, we have the Giants over the Texans. So, wait, what, what was that last one? Giants over the Giants over the Texans. Over the Texans. No, we have Texans over the Giants. My bad, my bad, my bad. Texans okay, over yeah, the yeah, Giants. I, yeah, I agree with that. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I, w- I wouldn't put a Giants win in any uh, against any teams as an unanimous. No, but those are our three unanimous picks for the day. Okay, we're gonna start. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna start in. With Carolina, they host the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, um, so the Bengals are playing good this season so far. They're decent anyway, better than I expected. Um, but the Panthers are a tough team. Obviously, they got you know they got they got a lot more talent than the Bengals do, in my opinion. They got. Um, so, I mean, I just look at this game, and I think uh, I think the, the the Panthers are just a much better team. They're able to get in the playoff team, whereas the Bengals are just at best, in my opinion, like a seven-win team. Um, and I just don't think that they have what it takes to to beat the Panthers in this game. So I'm, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just going with the Bengals here, or I'm just going with the Panthers here, with a final score of um, thirty to seventeen. <laughs> you know I like this job when we disagree. I mean Carolina is obviously they're pl- you know they're they're playing decent so far, but the but there, but there was a problem last week. Their offense just was skated. They just skated through last week against. Against Atlanta, Atlanta pretty much dominated them at home. You know, I'm a little concerned about Cam Newton. You know, this offense, like I said, this new, this new offense run by you know by North Turner is something he's going to have to get used to. You know, North Turner could go to the Hall of Fame one day as a. I don't think an assistant coach is in the Hall of Fame, is it? Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure there are some. If if he's not already, uh, you know, at some point Dick LeBeau will be in. He's already in as a player. Yeah, but as a, as a, as a coach too. Yeah, 
but the, but the thing is, but the thing is, North Turner's had a long and successful history as an offensive guy, and now he's yeah. helping out. He's helping out Cam Newton, but I feel like you know they're they're struggling a little bit offensively from what I've seen the first two weeks, and when I think about Cincinnati, I mean they've really looked they've really looked sharp the first two weeks, you know and. Obviously, Andy Dalton. You know, if they if they if they start three and zero today, their chances of making the playoffs historically for the Bengals is really high. And they have a decent they have a decent offense. AJ Green had a monster game against my Ravens last week, and we'll talk about the Ravens here coming up next. And just just you know, AJ Green and then your boy John Ross, who you were very high on. I think this is the kind of game that they can dominate. This is a game that I think they can. Be in control. I like. Unfortunately, I have to go with with the team. I, I don't like the Bengals here and the final score twenty seven to twenty. <laughs> All right, my Ravens next. They host the Broncos, who are two and zero. Another two and zero team on the road today. <laughs> Yeah, the Broncos are looking pretty solid this year. Um, the big difference between this year and last year is obviously they got an actual quarterback that's at least decent. Um, they also have um, a nice running game going so early this year. Um, they, they used a third-round pick on Royce Freeman, who hasn't done hasn't done much, but. Uh, dude, Philip Lind- Philip Lindsay has come out of nowhere as an undrafted rookie, and he's been he's been looking really good too. And obviously, they have the defense. They got some, still got the receivers. You know, Demarius Thomas has hasn't done a whole lot so far. He's getting a lot of targets, but he's not making making a lot of. He's not really his catch ratio to targets is, isn't very good so early, but Emmanuel Sanders seems to be their new their, their top receiver this year so far. And also, uh, don't sleep as the season progresses on uh, Cameron Sutton, second round pick out of um, SMU. And But I, I look at this game here and, and I see, I think, I think the Ravens' defense is going to rebound. They obviously got lit last week. Um, and I think that the uh, Broncos' defense is going to play well too. You, you got two, what I consider two good defenses going at it. I think I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think it'll be close. But in the and in the end, I, I see. I just I think that the um, Broncos have a little bit more firepower on offense, and they're going to be able to um, make enough plays to pull off a. a a win on a, on a late field goal. And I'm going to say the final score is going to be 16-13 Broncos. Like I say, I like today. We're going to be disagreeing a lot. Oh, boy. Well, the Broncos, obviously, they've been very, very fortunate the first two weeks. They basically skated by the first two weeks of the season. Because a play here and a play there, they would be 0-2. I mean, last week, Gruden really screwed up. He really screwed up the game. You know, he screwed it up in the second half with the, with the play calling there. I don't even know if he play calls. But but obviously, the Broncos were lucky to come back. 
Case Keenum is Case Keenum, you know. Obviously, you look at you look at Case Keenum and and it's like, well, you know, he was a really good quarterback last year. We had to sign him. I mean, he's a decent quarterback, but there's a reason why Minnesota moved on from him. He's not that great, and it's obvious, you know, because if he was, he'd be playing in a Super Bowl, and he might be getting a, a monster contract. But when you look at the Ravens, I mean, last week was just BS. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. They they just didn't show up at all against against uh, Cincinnati in a division opener, in their division opener. Obviously, this game's going to be a little different. They're at home. And I think this is kind of the game Lamar Jackson's going to going to play a role in. You know, obviously they're, you know, they're doing what they did with the Eagles in 09, you know, with Michael Vick, you know, slowly getting him back into the rhythm. Why not disrupting McNabb's play? And obviously that's the same thing they're doing here in Baltimore with Joe Flacco. You know, Flacco's still the guy, but Jackson's the future, and and he's going to continue to impress throughout the, you know, throughout the season. We're going to continue to use him in plays, and I think today they're going to use him a cup a lot in running plays and situational plays. But I think that Ravens are are at home. It will be a tough game because Barkle's defense is that good. But I give the Ravens the 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 edge here, and that's not because I'm a homer. I just think that. They're at home, and it's a it's going to be tough for Denver on the road. So the final score, 24-19 Ravens. All right, our next our next pick here is is a game that you probably going to crap on. John Gruden goes down to Miami. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think this is a shit game. I I. I I've been saying all year. I think Miami sucks. I don't think they're going anywhere. And uh, obviously, the Raiders aren't going anywhere this year either. But you know, we'll see how um, we'll see how that those two teams turn out as the season goes. But this week, it's in Miami, so obviously, it's going to be hot. It's hot down here in Tampa for sure. Um, it's basically it's just like it was last week down here. It's like, just hot, so I'm sure Miami's just as bad, if not worse. So that's obviously an advantage for the Dolphins. Um, and in terms of the game itself, last week the Raiders had their pretty practically had their first win under Gruden, lost in hand, and then they and they blew it. Um, the week before, the first week of the year, you know, the Raiders were hanging in there for the first couple, first like two and a half quarters, three quarters, and then uh, uh, Carr went into turnover mode, just gave, gave, just kept throwing interceptions. Um, so this week, but this week I'm, I'm looking at this game. Um, the key for the Dolphins is going to be Kenyon Drake at running back. They're going to need him to have a big game. I don't think he's gonna. I think he's. Good. I think the. I think he'll put, he'll do. He'll he'll be all right. But he's not going to tear up. Um, and I don't know. Somehow I think the Raiders are going to pull this out and get their first win under Gruden this week. I think. Um, I think Carr has it, ends up having a good game. 
Marshawn Lynch is old. He's washed up, but so he, I don't I don't expect much out of him. But I think Carr's going to have a good game. He's going to target um, um he's going to target Cooper a lot, and Cooper's going to make some plays. And somehow I think the Raiders are going to pull this one out. And I'm going to I'm going to say the final score is is going to be um twenty four twenty. Boy, we're disagreeing a lot today, I'll tell you. I mean, the Raiders last week blew that game. And Gruden, like I said, I mean, they make such a big deal of, of his return. And, you know, it just seems like it's easy for him to just come back and make Derek Carr a, a, pro bowl, a, a perennial pro bowler and a Super Bowl contender. Which he could... But the problem is, like I said, Drew Brees was a project quarterback at one time in his career. And back in the early 2000s when he was playing it's in then San Diego Chargers. And it worked for him when he went to New Orleans and he became a Hall of Famer. Now obviously, I'm not saying that that's what Derek Carr's future is going to be like. If he's going to be a Hall of Famer, he's going to have to go elsewhere than, than, than the Raiders. But it's obvious that... They they have the same game plan. Gruden has the same game plan for Derek Carr. He he's in love with Derek Carr, but that doesn't mean shit. Because right now, they need to find a way to win a game. Now, obviously, you went with the Raiders, but Miami. But guess who's leading the AFC East, and will still be leading the AFC East when it's all said and done. Miami. And right now, I think that Tannehill's played a decent. Has been played very decent so far. I think Kenny Stills, this is the kind of game that he's going to do very well. You know, I think he's going to do very well. And I really believe that Miami, with the heat, and maybe a threat of storms later, because, you know, it is Miami, it's Florida. Luckily for you, you were down, it was no threat of rain last week, but it, so you were baking in 96-degree heat down there. But, but at the end of the day, I had Miami winning this one. And the final score, 33-24. to All right, we're going up north of state to Jacksonville. Now there has been a quarterback change today for Tennessee. Blake Gabbard is starting. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead. Yeah, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a blowout. Blaine Gabbard's awful. Let's face it, he's terrible. Um, and, and in terms of that running game, they're not gonna be able to get anything going on the Jaguars' defense. <coughs> I, I have a tough time seeing the the Titans moving the ball much at all. Um, I see a bunch of turnovers, and I just I and. I just see uh, I see that Jaguars defense just dominating this game, and then the Jags offense is it's an, it's an offense that that can put up big numbers on occasion, but then again they they can they can be awful too. Um, but this week I think they'll be like I said I think they'll be all right on offense, but the defense is going to really. Make a lot of plays, give it, make, give that offense a lot of short fields, and we're going to see a, we're going to see a blowout here. So I'm going to say the final score in this game is going to be, is 37 to seven. 
Well, Jacksonville beat New England last week, which you and I, well, one of us, I think, predicted, but we can't, we, I can't remember. I mean, Jacksonville looks really, really, they look like a team that could be the, a, a, a serious threat. They're not no fluke from last year. They look like a team that might even be better this year than last year. If you're beating New England early in the season, now maybe it's early in the season, New England still find their way. But Jacksonville, like I said, they were on the doorstep of a Super Bowl appearance. And obviously, so far, you know, they played very good football in the first two weeks. And now they play a Titans team that's just, you know, they, they, they're just, you know, they play some tough, tough games. Lost one in Miami, won one against Houston at home last week. But they're going to face Jacksonville, and it's obvious that after this week, Jacksonville's probably the best team in in their division still. And and obviously, Houston's got ways to go. And Tennessee, you know, like I said, no Mariota today. Gabbert could get mushed around, though he's not as terrible a quarterback as he was a few years ago. He's still he's still not the best quarterback at at all. And then again, he's played his old team. The team that he was drafted by and looked shitty, shitty. He was a top ten. He was a top ten quarterback in the NFL draft one year, and then obviously he didn't do shit for them. So Jacksonville's going to make him pay. And you know, I'll, I think it'll be a closer game than what you're predicting. But finally, for the first time, we are agreeing. Jacksonville will win this game, and the final score will be thirty-one thirteen. All right, all right. We're going to move to the NFC side of the board here because I see another game here on the CBS side. But all right, how about this? How about this matchup? Aaron Rodgers versus Alex Smith. <laughs> talk about talk about their journeys in this league since since that '05 draft. Oh boy, I was reading that this morning, man. <laughs> yeah. Well. We got a we got an elite quarterback in this league going up against the captain checkdown. Um, you know the, the Packers are a Super Bowl contender this year. They got, in my opinion, anyway. They got um, with with a healthy Rodgers. They got their receivers. They they don't have much of a running game. We'll see if um, Aaron Jones is coming back to the lineup. So once uh, he's, he's probably not going to be um, not going to be like a featured back right off the bat. They'll just have they'll do a committee. But I think as the season goes on, he's going to wind up becoming their lead back. He's at least got some talent. Um, I think I think I, I think the um, the Redskins. Obviously, we saw them last week. They didn't play well. Um, I think this week they're gonna they're gonna have a tough time again. Obviously, they got they don't have much of a running game. Adrian Peterson's getting old. He can he can have that big game once in a while, like he did week one. But he's he's, he's at the end of the line. And um, Chris Thompson is a guy with that can play. He's got a lot of talent. He's more of a pass catching back. But you have to. Watch how much you use him because he 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 is injury prone, so you can't overuse him. Um, but with uh, 
Alex Smith in there. Thompson is getting a lot of targets. He's getting a lot of looks in the passing game. He's playing really well. Um, so I think he's going to have a nice game this week. I think this, I think as the game goes on and the Redskins start to get down, you're going to see a lot of they're going to start passing more and more. And like I said, with Alex Smith checking down constantly, he's going to be looking for Thompson. So I'm looking for a lot of Thompson again this week. But other than that, I don't see a whole lot going on for the Redskins in this game. Um, I think that the the corners are going to keep the uh, the Packers corners are going to keep the Red Redskins receivers in check. So in this one, I, I, I just think that the Packers are they're going. It might be close. You know, the Redskins will hang around for a little bit, but as we get to the second half, fourth quarter. The, the, the Packers are going to start pulling away, and in the end, the Packers win this game with a final score of um, 34-24. Well, I was really wrong about Washington. I thought they would be a, a sleeper team in this division just because they have Alex Smith and how much he demands respect in that locker room and making that team a little better. And then they played Indianapolis and just looked really, really bad. <laughs> because they beat Arizona, and Arizona's really bad. So, I mean, I don't know what to yeah, tell you. Awesome. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, obviously, Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers or bust. I mean, if, if he if he doesn't play, then, then Washington probably wins this game. But really, I mean, he, he he's day-to-day with that knee. That's going to affect him, so he's got to be careful. <laughs> And when I think about, you know, Washington, I mean, I don't know who's going to really beat them, you know. I mean, they really don't have much a way of offensive, you know. I mean, I know it's Adrian Pearson knows how to play Green Bay. He's played a lot as a Viking for many years. But I, but like I said, you know, if he didn't do anything last week, how, you know, he's not the consistent player he used to be. So I have to give, I have to give, you know, Green Bay a shout out here. They're going to start. They should be three and zero, but they're going to be two zero and one. <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm going with Green Bay as well on the road here, and the final score thirty to seventeen. All right, San Francisco heads to Kansas City. Kansas City, one of the late, one of the teams to get in the late home opener. They've been on the road. They've been as successful on the road. Now it's Patrick Mahomes' first ever home start. Yeah. Well, um, obviously Mahomes has been off the uh, big start this to the, to the season. He's tearing up the first two games. Like I said, as the season goes on and teams start getting tape on him, it's going to get a lot tougher. Um, but right now he's in that little in that zone where there's not a whole lot of tape on him, and he's really he's making teams pay. Um, this week, I think we're, he's going to have a, he's, we're going to see more of him having a big game, big games. Um, I could I, I see him throwing three touchdowns. Uh, Kareem Hunt's going to have a nice game. The, the Niners' defense isn't very good. Don't forget Tyreek Hill. Yeah, well, yeah, Hill will obviously be their top target, and he's—I see him making a big play or two. Uh, 
two or three, who knows? But he's he's gonna he's gonna be the top target. He's gonna at least catch one touchdown. Um, and like I said, the Niners' D's not good. At the same time, neither is the Chiefs' defense. And so I, I see uh, Garoppolo having a big game as well. So I think this is gonna be a turn into a bit of a shootout here, just like some of these other Chiefs games have been high scoring. Um, and Garoppolo, he's obviously a guy who has been able to, he has been, has been, he wins a lot of games in the, the few that he's played. He's, 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 he wins, he's only lost one. Um, but this week, I think, um, I, I think this is going to be a tight game all the way to the end. I think the Niners have a good shot of pulling it off, but I, I, I just think with this being the Chiefs' home opener, um, that I, I think that uh, I think the Chiefs pull this one out in the end. So I'm going to say the Chiefs end up winning this with a final score of 38-37. Damn, you, you, you give 49ers a lot of confidence. I mean, they're not that good, man. I mean, forty nineers are going to be they're going to be a playoff contender, but this is not this is not going to be their week. I mean, Kansas City is a buzzsaw right now offensively. But if you like, I said, Mahomes is a very it's a tough it's a tough situation because, like you said, until they get some film on Mahomes and how to stop him, he's a guy who's going to be on that MVP contending type guy. And he's really, really throwing that ball very well. This is not going to be a good day for the 49ers defense, I don't believe. I mean, you know, if they can't stop if they can't stop him from the first from the first catch, it's gonna be a hell of a it's gonna be a long day for that 49ers coaching staff. And Garoppolo's a good we know he's a good quarterback and he and he's gonna do what he has to do, but it's it's early it's too early for him to be in shootouts. And I think that this is this matchup. I mean, he'll he'll try to match it with what Mahomes is doing. But Tyreek Hill, you can't stop him, and that's almost hard to do. If you can't stop Tyreek Hill, you're not winning a lot of games against this Chiefs team. And I think Tyreek's going to have two major scores, and that's going to make the difference. I think Forty Niners will hang around a little bit, but this is this is a game that they're going to just dominate. And the final score, thirty-seven to twenty-four, Kansas City. <laughs> All right, now we're done with the one o'clock games. Now we're going to go to the four o'clock games. And like I said, you know, two teams ser- still searching here. Seattle, who, who? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We got one more one o'clock game. Sorry. Atlanta hosts New Orleans. Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. This will be a good one. This could this could be the game of the week. Actually, um, we got two two good teams here. Two what I consider well, two teams that'll be fighting for the playoffs. They got both teams have a shot at winning that division. Um, the uh, Falcons, they. <laughs> I'm a little question. I'm a little hesitant on them, um, just because, like I said before, I think Steve Sarkeesian is a bad offensive coordinator, and I think he's dragging. He drags that offense down. But 
Well, they did yeah. last week. Last week, they didn't. <laughs> well, hey, so, you know, you can, they got talent, so it's not like they're going to constantly get shut down. But, you know, he's definitely not the one, of these, one of the better coordinators in the league, to say the least. And we saw that in week one when against the Eagles. We got a, a taste of uh, Sir, the Sarkeesian offense. But this week, I'm looking at this, and I, again, I, I think that the um, I think that the Saints defense is pretty good. Um, they're obviously they're going to they're definitely good enough to keep the Falcons offense in check. I think the Falcons are going to settle for a lot of field goals. Um, Tevin Coleman is a good running back, so I think he's, he's going to be okay. He's going to have an okay game, but he's not going to he's not going to tear up like he kind of did last week. He had a he had a really nice game last week. Um, and again, I think that offense stalls out a lot when they get in that red zone. And at the same time, the, the Saints' offense is going to. They're going to get their points, so I, I, I think that the Saints end up winning this game with a final score of, of um, I'm going to say 31-17. Wait, who you got, Saints? Yeah. <sighs> I said... The NFC South is really tough right now. I mean, everybody's playing very well right now. Well, technically, everybody but the Saints. I mean, the Saints got beat by Tampa Bay big time. And then, and then and, uh, you know, last week the Browns come in and they play a defensive game, which is hard to do in that stadium, you know. And... I don't know what's going on. Like I said, I think Alvin Kamara needs Mark Ingram. Ingram's still or still suspended by league suspension, and I just think Kamara is a better running back when he's out there. You know, and I feel like you know that what they do offensively is surrounding both of those guys. Michael Thomas has obviously struggled too last week. I mean, I you know. I, I think the Browns have a legit defense, and I and I don't know if you watched the Thursday night game, did you? Uh, yeah, I, I watched most of it. I think the Browns have a legit defense. I really do. The way they played the first three weeks is pretty tough. Like I said, that Browns team they're they're they're, they're no joke anymore. I mean, they're going to be they they have playoff. That's that's screaming January football if they keep it up. Obviously, offensively, but we're but we're not talking about the Browns now, but. I just feel like the Saints, they're still searching right now. They're still searching at the moment. And I think Atlanta, you know, they bounced back last week. This is going to be another interesting game. But obviously, Matt Ryan's going to be home. They're going to play very well. I think it's going to be a great game for both teams. I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a shootout. But I got the Falcons winning this game. You know, I think it goes. I think it goes to. I think it goes to overtime, and the Falcons find a way to win on a field goal, and the final score will be forty-one thirty-eight. Falcons. All right, the next game 
oh, you, you know a little bit, you know, then you don't know, then you kind of know. Dallas goes all the way up to the great northwest to play Seattle, who are shockingly looking for their first win of the season. Yeah, man, um, Seattle, they, they, they got rid of a lot of their defensive players this offseason, and like I said, before the season started, they didn't really do much to replace them, so the defense is not anywhere near what it used to be. It's And, and on offense, they're missing uh, John Baldwin at receiver. Um, their offensive line is still weak. They don't. Their running game hasn't been able to get going at all. So they're, 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 in, they're having some trouble. On the other side, you got Dallas. Um, obviously, Dak is in, is has been awful pretty much so far. He, uh, and their offensive line isn't as good as it has been in the past, obviously with some injuries and and whatnot. So Zeke doesn't have as much running room. They got no receivers. Their defense is not that good. So I look at this game, I don't see – I see two bad teams going at it here. And I, I see two teams with average at best defenses, probably more so below average. I see two teams. I see uh, – and then I look at their offenses. Um, the Cowboys have the advantage at running back and in the running game and the, really at, at the offensive line. The, the Seahawks have the, the advantage there at a quarterback, which is – more important, in my opinion, uh, in most opinions, and the most important position, obviously. But having that, 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 that's a major advantage right there. Russell Wilson to Dak Prescott. So I'm looking at this. It's in Seattle as well. So I'm, I'm, I see uh, Dallas getting another loss this week. I, just, I don't see uh, I don't see Dak being able to carry that team on the road like that. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the Seahawks end up winning this game with a final score of 27-23. Well, there's only one sadly good thing about the Dallas Cowboys. I will sadly say that defense is going to keep them around all season. That's a really I'm not saying it's a great defense, but they're a good enough defense to make teams worry a little bit. The game plan is going to be tough. You know, once they can get healthy and off suspension and stuff, they have a decent enough defense to to just hang around in games. And today will be no exception with going up to Seattle. This is also a Buck Aikman game. You know, they're they're going to be up there calling this game, so you can tell this is the big game of the afternoon. So obviously, I mean, Dallas coming off a big win against the Giants, if it, if if you can call it a big win. Obviously, you know, Seattle has struggled the first two weeks, and that's kind of uncharacteristic of what they are, you know. You said Doug Baldwin's been out? Doug Baldwin's been out? Yeah, yeah. Doug Baldwin, he got he got uh, injured in week one. He's probably going to be out for about a month or so. Whoa, that, that is a tough loss. They don't have much of a running game, and then obviously the receiving game is bad. Now, remember this. Earl Thomas wants to be a Dallas Cowboy. And the rumors are going around again about a potential trade between Seattle and Dallas. 
But obviously, he's not playing for Dallas today. He's a Seattle Seahawks still, and he will be playing for them today. But obviously, we'll see if we'll see at the end of the game if he's going to run off the run off the locker room and say, "I'll I'll see you later, I'll see you soon." But anyway, I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup for both teams. Like I said, Dallas doesn't have much of a way of offensive power outside of Zeke Elliott. I mean, obviously, you know, they have their their old situation with with the receivers. Allen Hurd's still trying to learn. He's still trying to learn the Cowboys' way, you know. And obviously, they still miss Des Bryant. And that's something that, if he's still not on a roster by, by the trade deadline, is something you're going to have to think that we haven't seen the last of Des Bryant in a Cowboys uniform down the road. But... But as far as Seattle, I think that you know this is this they're at home. This is their home opener, and they're glad to be home. Hopefully, you know, even though the home field advantage is what it used to be earlier in this decade when they were really tough to beat, I still think they'll win this game as well. It's going to be a lower scoring game than what you're predicting. I think the final score will be nineteen to fifteen, Seattle. Yo, man, let me call you back in like two minutes. I just got to take care of something real quick. Um, All right.